Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. Holiness is our subject this Holy Week, Colin, and you introduced the whole subject yesterday. And uh, you said towards the end of the programme that actually holiness is a, is a word we're afraid of because we think it's beyond us. But you made the point that we have the spirit of holiness living in us and uh, the life and power of the Holy Spirit are therefore moving and uh, being shown through us. Yes, holiness isn't beyond us, it's within us. The spirit of holiness is within us. The problem, of course, is that our soul life, our self-life, does not match the life of the Spirit within us. There are many imperfections in our soul life, in the way we think, uh, in the way we feel, and in the decisions that we make sometimes. We can think in unholy ways, we can feel unholy emotions, and we can make unholy decisions. However, even though our soul life is not yet perfected, God does not take away the spirit of holiness who lives in us. So what he is wanting to do is to transform us into his likeness with ever-increasing glory. Now that sounds wonderful. What does it mean? It means that he wants to bring our soul life more and more in line with the Spirit of Christ, with the Holy Spirit, with the Spirit of holiness that is within us. So if we submit our soul life, our self-life, to the Spirit, then the Spirit of God can be manifested in our thinking, in our feeling, in our decisions, in our actions, in what we do. And of course, for this to happen, there has to be a denying of ourselves, denying of that self-life, so that the life of Christ within us, so the life of holiness within us, can come forth and be expressed in our lives instead of that self-life. Now, Jesus, of course, was very well aware of this, which is why he said, if any man would come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. That it's the denying of that self-life so that the life of Christ in us that can be expressed, that is the secret to living the Christian life. Now, faith has to operate if we're going to live in holiness. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, when you wake up in the morning, when you get out of bed, you've got one of two choices. You can say, God's purpose for my life today is to walk in holiness, to walk as Jesus did. That's what the scripture says. However, I am so unholy, I will not make it. I am bound to fail. And if we get up in the morning with that kind of mentality, it is certain we will fail. But if we're people of faith, we'll get up in the morning saying, today is a new day. 
Jesus Christ is my holiness. He lives in me. He has put the spirit of holiness in me. So today I can live a holy life if I trust in him and not in myself. If I let his life that he has already put in me be expressed in my life. So you see, many Christians condemn themselves to failure because of the mindset that they have, because of the mental attitude they have towards the whole subject of holiness. They think they could never be holy, whereas in fact God has already made them holy. Remember we saw yesterday, that means he has already set us apart for himself, for his purposes. And he has already, if we're born again, people who have received the gift of God's Spirit, he has already put the spirit of holiness in us. So, you see, it is possible to live that holy life. And the more we trust in the anointing of the Holy Spirit that God has put within us, the more that holiness will be reflected or expressed or manifested in our lives. This is Holy Week, and so it's a very appropriate subject. You mentioned faith is very much a part of holiness. I guess obedience is too, particularly when we consider what Jesus did this week. Well, faith and holiness go together. Paul talked of the obedience of faith. Uh, because faith is trusting in God's word, first and foremost. It's trusting in him and therefore in what God has said and done. And if you trust in him, then, of course, you will be obedient to him. You see, Jesus lived the life of perfect faith. He trusted the Father at all times. He said, apart from the Father, I can do nothing. I can do nothing of myself. Uh, but at the same time, he lived in perfect obedience because he wasn't trusting in his humanity, but he was trusting in his relationship with the Father at all times. So he spoke only the words his Father gave him to speak. He did only the things he saw his Father doing. Now, what God is teaching us is to trust in God at all times. Even, even when we're confronted with things that we can do, we tend to trust God more when we're confronted with things we know we can't do in our own strength. But even if the things that we could do with our own ability, if they were done by dependence upon Jesus instead of dependence upon our own abilities, then obviously we would do them very much better and they would be very much more effective in the way those things impacted the lives of other people around us. You said it's a word, holiness is a word that we're afraid of. Maybe we're afraid of what God will ask us to do, of what he expects from us, particularly in the light of the cross. Well, that could be one aspect of it, but I think it's more a question of the fear of failure. None of us likes to fail. And when we're presented with the holiness of Jesus, we are conscious so much that we fail to live up to his standards and the standards of what God expects as he expresses in, in the New Testament. So uh, this, is, this is the trouble. If we don't have 
this revelation that Paul gives us that Jesus Christ is our holiness and that he has already put the spirit of holiness in us. If we don't believe that, if we don't have revelation of that, then we have already condemned ourselves to a sense of failure simply because we do not believe the truth of God's word. But you see, God would never expect anything of us without making it possible for us to do it. So if he, if he calls us to be a holy people and to live in holiness, he supplies all the grace, all the power, the life, the, the actual holiness to enable us to do that. And he actually, right at the very beginning of our Christian experience, puts that spirit of holiness in us so that as we learn to trust the anointing, as we learn to trust to him, that holiness will come forth in our lives. So once we, once we have got that straight, that initial um, understanding that we are already holy and can express that holiness by faith in the spirit of holiness who lives in us, then actually we have, we have sort of conquered the biggest stumbling block. And the wonderful thing is that God does not condemn us for our failures to trust in him and to trust in the spirit of holiness within us. It isn't that he condemns us and says, you know, you're such a useless bunch. Uh, I just wash my hands of you. I give up on you. No, he doesn't take the Holy Spirit from us even when we fail. But he brings us back on course and he says to us now, Trust me in the future. You only failed because you trusted in yourself instead of trusting in me. However, this does raise this big question, which I just alluded to right at the beginning of this week's programs. God's purpose is for us to be holy. But do we really want to be holy? You see, if to walk in holiness in a practical way involves denying ourselves, this is another way of asking, do we want to deny ourselves? Now, the truthful, honest answer to that is no, often we don't want to deny ourselves. But this raises a further issue. Well, is our love for Jesus greater than our love for ourselves. Because if our love for Jesus is first and foremost in our lives, then we will be prepared, even when we don't want to, to deny ourselves in order that his will and his purpose should be fulfilled in our lives. If, on the other hand, our love for ourselves is still greater than our love for Jesus, then we will not be prepared to deny ourselves, especially when we're in times of pressure, when we want to please ourselves. So ultimately, it comes down to being a matter of the heart. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 